The theme of this message is the advice of a mother. Scripture reading out of the Passion Translation, Luke 1 verse 26 to verse 38. The rest, would you please go and read it at home. And uh, the Passion Translation is a paraphrase, but I checked it for accuracy. So let's listen. During the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, the angel Gabriel was sent from God's presence to an unmarried girl named Mary, living in Nazareth, a village in Galilee. She was engaged to a man named Joseph, a true descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Rejoice, beloved young woman, for the Lord is with you, and you are anointed with great favor. Wow. What a word. Mary was deeply troubled over the words of the angel and bewildered over what this may mean for her. But the angel reassured her, saying, Do not yield to fear, Mary, for the Lord has found delight in you and has chosen to surprise you with a wonderful gift. You will become pregnant with a baby boy, and you are to name him Jesus. He will be supreme and will be known as the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will enthrone him as king on the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign as king for Israel, of Israel forever, and his reign will have no limit. Mary said, but how could this happen? I'm still a virgin. Gabriel answered, the spirit of holiness will fall upon you, and the Almighty God will spread his shadow of power in, over you in a cloud of glory. This is why the child born to you will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your aged Aunt Elizabeth has also become pregnant with a son. The barren one is now in her sixth month. Not one promise from God is empty of power. Nothing is impossible with God. Then Mary responded saying, yes, I will be a mother for the Lord. As his servant, I accept whatever he has for me. May everything you have told me come to pass. And the angel left her. Now here we find the account of the magnificent event that involved Mary, Gabriel, and Elizabeth. Now, a hot tape, a tip to all the ladies today, especially if you are very young or elderly. If you notice the angel Gabriel standing next to you, you need to make a quick exit or know that you'll be in for a roller coaster ride. Because this angel changed these two women's lives forever and ever. What, what an uh, event that was. Now, these events cannot possibly be understood by logical reason. It's only through faith in the Holy Spirit. Now, let me say this to you. If we ever need a time to be filled with the Spirit of God, it is now. Now, mothers of this house, mothers of this nation, I call upon you, if you want to be a part of the solution in this house, in this nation, in your house, in your community, now is the time to be spirit-full as never before. As never before. Now you need the power of the Spirit living in you, passionately drawing you closer to God and just living with Him more like ever before. Now we need this like never before. Amen. 
If you are not filled with the Holy Spirit, then today is a good day to ask him to fill you with the Spirit. Or maybe you just need a refiring of the Holy Spirit. I love the, the late Pastor Bonker. He used to say to me, there's nothing like retiring. I wonder if I can try to imitate his voice. It's only refiring. Amen. And this is what we need for today. Mothers, fathers, sons, daughters, we need to be refired. You need to again, again, just find something more in God like never before. Sometimes we grow to be so complacent and we just roll over. And the time just roll over. Look where we are again in this year. It's May already. My goodness. And we just carry on and on and on. You know what? It's time that we really pick up really pick up our mandate and really ask God to just again fire us up with His Spirit, to lift us into a new dimension of serving Him, of knowing Him. Amen. Amen. Now, in Acts 13, verse 58 or 2, it says, the disciples were continually filled with joy and the Holy Spirit. Here we find two mothers-to-be who were invited out of their comfort zone into a life-changing new season into their lives. Now, may I ask you today, all of you listening and watching, are you ready to be bumped out of your comfort zone again? You know, it's, it's something that's birthed into our DNA. We love to be comfortable. We love to be left alone. We love to be just carrying on because it's working and it's okay. Don't move my cheese. You know what? If you really want to run with God, you need to be ready to be bumped out of your comfort zone. So many people today are crying and wailing and waiting. When is things going to be normal again? You know what? I don't think it's ever going to be normal again. But let's God help us that we usher in a new normal, which will actually be abnormal. For this is what God needs. God needs people who are ready to walk in the abnormal as if it is normal. Does it make sense to you? Wow, I'm almost preaching, yeah. Now, uh, now let's start with a message here. Two points, and then a third one. First, Mary's response to this message. Let it be with me according to your word. What a response. What a response. And I want to, to encourage you and invite you, mothers, what is your response to the word of God? What is your response to each and every word written in this book? Let it be with me according to your word, O Lord. And then Gabriel's testimony as found in Luke 1 verse 37. Wow, if there's one scripture out of the Amplified that you can learn off by heart, it is this one. It says, for with God, nothing is ever impossible and no word from him is impossible of fulfillment. Wow. This is Gabriel in the previous chapter, 1 verse 23, somewhere there, 19. Gabriel ID'd himself as the archangel standing in the presence of God. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? Here is this angel appearing to Mary and to Elizabeth, and he says, I am Gabriel. Do you know who, who Gabriel is? Gabriel is that angel that lives in the presence of God. He's there. And he's the one 
bringing these messages to these two ladies, referring to Elizabeth, who was called the barren one, and referring to the young handmaiden, and now becoming the mother of the Savior. And he's in the middle of these two, and he says, listen you two. I, standing in the presence of God, can testify for millennia, for centuries, that with this God, nothing is ever impossible. Would you like a better testimony like that? Mary, I've been there for ages and ages of eternities. Let me tell you, Mary, no word from this God is impossible of fulfillment. Not one word. Because once the word is released, it will never return void, says Isaiah. It will never return void without doing that which it was purposed for. Because the power of the word will remain. It will carry on. It, will, it doesn't disappear like a, a cloud of, of a smoke. No, it's there. It carries on and on through centuries and centuries. The word that's been spoken. Now I ask you, ladies, mothers, what about all the words in this word of God that's been spoken over your life? What about all the prophecies that's been spoken over your life? They all carry their power. All they want is a lady that responds and says, let it be with me, exactly like you said, O Lord. And what a change it will bring. Now, this Gabriel was quite someone. And now Mary says, let it be with me according to your word. Now, Mary was defined by this word from God. This was a word planting in her the seed of God. And I want you to listen very closely to this. She responded positively to it. But this word of God impregnated Mary with Jesus. He was the word of God. The word of God. The very life of God. All of a sudden, she wasn't the young handmaiden anymore. Now, she was the mother of Jesus. And let me say this sentence to you. If you take something from this message home today, take this one. This is the summary of Ephesians 3 verse 16 and 17, 18, which will say the dimension of your inner person exceeds any other measure that could possibly define you. Shall I say it again? The dimension of your inner person, this is now if you're filled with the Spirit of God, the dimension of your inner person exceeds any other measure that could possibly define you. So mothers, don't let the world short sell you. You're not only a mother. You're not only a lady. You're not only a woman. But you are defined by the power of the word of God living in you. That word that's been spoken over you. That word that says Jesus is implanted by the spirit in you. And you are pregnant with a Jesus, with the life of Jesus in you. This is what defines you. This gives real meaning to your life. This is the purpose of your life. That he will be formed in your life. And that you will step out in a time like this and bring about the Savior grace, showing the unsurmountable grace of God, the goodness, the kindness of God through your life. This is what defines you. Wow. I hope you catch that. Let me show something of this power to you. The moment 
when she heard this message, and can you imagine what happened there in this little house? I can just imagine. You know, many times we don't realize the practicalities of what happened in these people's lives. Mary, getting this message, you will become pregnant. Uh, Joseph, <laughs> darling, you know, I, I got this message from an angel. Yeah, Mary, really? Can you imagine that? You know, we, we take it for granted. It was so easy, it was so simple. Let me assure you, I don't think it was so easy and so simple. But she got this little message, and the Bible says she ran off to Elizabeth's house. And the moment she entered that house, and she greeted Elizabeth, Elizabeth says, Later, she says, when I heard the words of your greeting, I was filled with the Holy Spirit, and the baby inside me leapt with joy. Wow, the power of a word. Can you imagine a little young handmaiden filled with the power of the Spirit? If her greeting, if her salutation can bring about this effect, what can your words do in this world? What power is living in you? What potential is living in you if Jesus is being birthed in you? If you say yes to Him, if His Spirit is living in you and His Word is alive in your heart, there's absolutely no limits to the power of your words, for it's the power of God. You can change lives. You can call people into salvation. You can call people to healing. You can change the circumstances around you by your words of faith that you speak. Mothers, I trust that this will truly inspire you. And if you are not a godly woman, if you're not living like this, then today is a good time to step up to this. Amen? Now, Luke, uh, Luke 1 verse 37, this was the advice from Gabriel to Mary that we mentioned now now. For with God, nothing is ever impossible. And no word from Him, impossible are fulfillment. No word will ever lose its power. Once it's spoken by God, the power that enables it to fulfill its purpose is released, never to be nullified. This is the Gabriel, the mighty Gabriel, that says, Mary, the barren one, will now be a mother. The Elizabeth, the elderly lady, she will now become a mother mother. She is pregnant by the word of God, and your situation is turned upside down. Now, what happened to Mary is a shadow of every one of us's life. If you say yes to Jesus, if you accept Jesus as your Savior, and you are filled with His Spirit, this is exactly what happens in your life. Then Jesus is being formed in your life. Can you imagine that? And if you think, no, this can't possibly be, then let me refer you back to the testimony of Gabriel. For with God, nothing is ever impossible. For with God, 
nothing is ever impossible. And no word from him, impossible are fulfillment. And this is the word of God over you. This is the word of God over you. So pick up your mandate. Pick up your mandate. Be the woman of God. Be the man of God. Fathers, be the father. Be the dad in your house that you really need to be. Be supportive of your, your wife. Be supportive of your mother. Be there. Be the man of God. Open your eyes. Ask God to open the eyes of your spirit that you will see who is living inside of you. This is what happened to Mary. Now, let's fast forward 30 years about. In John 2, we read about a, a wedding in Cana of Galilee. And here we find the same lady, Mary, as a guest attending the wedding ceremony. Jesus and his disciples were also invited. And then the unthinkable happened. They ran out of wine. Now, this is not like today. Today, we can quickly uh, ran off to the closest bottle store and top it up. <laughs> let me assure you it wasn't the same during those times. And let me assure you if the wine ran out, the wedding ceremony was over. For the wine was a part of the ceremony going forward. And they find themselves in this huge predicament, not knowing what to do. Now, here's Jesus. He's one of the guests. And Mary is one of the guests. What does she do? She walks up to Jesus, says to him, the wine is ran out. And he looked at her and he said, woman, why is this? This is none of my business, if I can paraphrase. We are guests here. And he also added and he said, my time has not yet come. So up until now, he has kept a low profile. Nobody really knew who he was. They, they, they didn't grasp who he was. And she, after saying that to him, just turned around, looked at the servants, and told them, do exactly what he tells you to do. Now that is a mother's advice. Do exactly what he tells you to do. And just for you to grasp the, the, the reality of this situation, Jesus says, in John 5, he says, I do nothing which I don't see my father doing. Nothing. And then Mary walks away and here Jesus has left. And now he has to decide what to do. So he told them to fill the water pots. And of course it was changed into wine. But can you imagine what happened in the spirit world? Because he wouldn't do anything unless he saw the Father doing it. So in the spirit world, in the heavenlies, things got in motion to do this, to perform this miracle on the easily said words of Mary. She, she, she didn't have a clue. She, she just said, and off she went. But in the spirit world, a whole bunch of things happened to perform this miracle. You see, the real miracle is not only the changing of the wine, the water into wine. It is that this was performed due to a few words said by a believing mother. So mothers, don't sell yourself short, but pick up your mandate. 
pick up the life of God that's in you. With your words, you can change people's destinies. Because this lady Mary, by saying this, actually ushered Jesus into his ministry. This was his very first miracle. He was, if we read and understand correctly, he was quite hesitant to do this. But just by saying it, she ushered him into his ministry. The power of a word, the advice of a mom. So moms, be of good cheer. Sometimes we listen to you, not all the time, but sometimes we listen to you. You know, and she must have been quite convincing, quite persuasive. And we know how persuasive a mom can be uh, and a, 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 a mother-in-law can be. In a good way, of course, it's all men. And you know, the thing is that she was not aware of what happens. And let me encourage you. Many times we say a prayer. Many times we release a word. Many times we just say a few words. We don't contemplate what happens in the spiritual world. But something huge happens. The whole spiritual world gets into motion to perform the words that you've spoken if it's words said by the Spirit of God. Can you imagine what power lies in you? What can you do? So this is what happened here, the advice of a mother. So what would this advice mean to us today? If Mary would stand here and she would give us advice and she said, you guys, my best advice to you is just do exactly what he tells you to do. So what does he tell us to do? He said, to love your father with all your heart and all your mind and all your strength. He said, to seek the kingdom of God first and all these things will be added unto you. That is what he says. Everything written in this book is what he says. In John 5, Jesus himself says, this book is written about me. Every word written in here is meant for you and I, and we can live by it. So Mary's advice is do exactly what this word tells you to say. If this word says to forgive, then you forgive. This word says to be meek and humble. This, works, this word says to think of others higher than yourself, etc., etc., then you do it. This is the advice. This is what Jesus tells us to do. How many people are suffering and worrying about what will happen, especially with these things happening in our country, all over the world. What is Jesus' advice? Seek my kingdom first, and all these things will be added unto you, and you will have peace. What is his advice? He would say, don't worry, don't have anxiety, but trust me, for I will never leave you, I will never forsake you. Can you believe that? How will that change your life? Jesus said, if you would speak to the mountain in faith, it would move. Would you try that? If Mary could speak to Elizabeth 
and just by her greeting, she was filled with the Holy Spirit and the baby leapt inside of her. What power lies in your words? You can speak to the mountain and the mountain will move. This is what Jesus tells us to do. Let's just do it. The, Jesus said, he's the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the ever living one. Jesus said, springs of living water will flow from your inner being. Jesus said, don't despair. Jesus said, he is the good shepherd that lays down his life for the sheep. Jesus said, he loves us to the utmost. Jesus said, the last one, John 16, he says, in this world, you will have trouble. You will have trials, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. So what does he actually say? Muni warini watch net. And we can, we can choose today. We can allow the enemy to steal our lives. We can allow the enemy to fill us with anxiety, with fear. And we can quiver. We, we can sit in a corner fearful instead of stepping out, instead of understanding, Lord, I'm filled. I am impregnated with Jesus through the Holy Spirit in my life. I am actually more than a conqueror. I am actually more than victorious. Lord, for you are with me. Lord, and I will be a part of the solution in this nation. I won't be a part of the problem. And I will start proclaiming the kingdom of God. And I will speak the words of truth. I will speak words of prosperity. I will speak words of restoration. I I will speak words of release over this nation. I will stand against the work of the enemy. I will raise a banner against the work of the enemy. This is who I am and this is what I will do. This is the advice of a mother. Does it make sense to you? So what have we said today? Her response to the word was, let it be done to me according to what you have said. Ladies, men, can I encourage you today? What is your response to the word? Gabriel's advice, for with God, nothing is ever impossible. Nothing, nothing. If you put your head down tonight, see Gabriel. Gabriel said, really true. Nothing is ever impossible and no word. Lord, I thank you for all the words that you've been speaking over me. I thank you for all the promises in this book over my life. I thank you, Lord, that every word is true and faithful and I will hold dear to it. I will live it. I won't allow the enemy to cause me to be anxious and fearful, but I will lay hold of your promises. I will live this word of you for your word is true. She acted in faith, saying, do exactly what he tells you to do. So mothers, fathers, boys and girls, heed to this advice today. Amen. Amen. Now, I would like to give an opportunity and just to pray. Like I said in the beginning, I sense such a presence of the Holy Spirit. You know what? If he's not here, this is a show. And it's useless. It might be entertaining, but it's useless in the eternity. But the Holy Spirit is here. And He is here to minister to you. 
So I would like to encourage you, especially the mothers, the ladies. How oftentimes, if you are elderly, you are getting told, you know what, just sit and retire and relax, your time is over. Do you know what? The very fact that you are alive today means that God still has a purpose for you. Amen. And if you are young and people tell you, you're so young, you really can't mean anything to this world, don't believe it. Don't ever believe it. For the dimension of your inner person exceeds any other measure that will ever define you. Pick up, pick it up, pick up the mandate of God in your life. So I want to speak to you. I want to pray, especially to the mothers. I want to invite you, put up your hand today if you want a touch from God. If you need a breakthrough from God, let us pray. Our Father, we pray for each and every mother in this house, each and every mother watching, listening. We pray especially for them, Lord, for a breakthrough. We pray, Lord, that you will just answer their prayers. Lord, we thank you that you see their tears. We thank you that you listen to their prayers. We thank you, Lord, that their prayers are in the prayer room, in the throne room of God, in the presence of God, and you will bring a breakthrough. So we speak words of breakthrough. We speak words of healing. We speak words of restoration. We speak words of restoration of relationships. Children coming to God, we call it out in the name of Jesus. Lord, and all the other ladies, we bring them before you. We pray a special touch over them. How precious they are in your sight. How precious they are in your sight. We bless them with your blessing. And we pray for each man, every husband, every grandpa, every son, every girl. We pray that you bless them. Lord, and that the Spirit-filled Word will just inspire them to live and love you like never before. And Lord, then we just want to bless your people and say the Lord bless you and keep you and guard you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And all the people say, Amen.